From deep inside the Death Star, I'm Chad Beter. And I'm Andrew Richards. And I'm Graham McIntyre. And welcome to Defrag Tools, the show that takes you inside Microsoft and inside Windows. We've got a special guest here today, uh, Graham McIntyre. Hello. Hi, from our fundamentals team. You're actually Andrew's team. Uh, actually, you're Andrew's boss, uh, if I am not mistaken. Indeed, so you better do a good job. Graham has the uh, <laughs> the credit of actually hiring me three times. We won't do that story on air. <laughs> um, right on. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so I'm um, dev, the dev lead of the Windows Reliability team, as, as you said, part of the fundamentals. So besides owning Bang Analyze and the you know automatic debugger engine, um, we you know help support and control policy for ensuring that we have debuggable data um, to be able to fix reliability issues. Yeah, right. Cool. So um, what we want to talk about today is an extenuation of last week where we talked about keystrokes to capture a manual crash dump. Right. Uh, we want to talk about the size of the dump we're going to collect and why you'd want each size, and also we're going to talk about a new feature that's available in. Uh, newer devices that uh, we'll get to at the end. So first off, let's um, let's talk about the sizes that are available, what's been available in the past, what's a new thing, and stuff like that. Sure, I sure. Um, so when you talk about kernel memory dumps, um, there are a few different sizes, right? And um, going from large and having everything to going small and having not much. Mm -hmm. um, so if we were to start at the at the big end, so there's the complete memory dump. So mm -hmm. essentially that. Um, requires a page file that's the size of physical memory, mm -hmm. and it essentially writes all of um, all of physical memory to the to the page file. So, so it's the size of, of RAM essentially. So basically, each RAM stick is just gone. Read from that, put it into a file, keep it there, and there's also some additional data to do with where you can put where there can be callbacks that say, hey, get this off some some additional hardware like maybe some. GPU memory and stuff that we can get tacked on as well. Right, that's, that's a good point. So yeah. actually the dump is going to be a bit larger than the size of your page file because of what we call secondary data, yeah. uh, as well as just for the dump headers and things like that. So you typically want your page file to, I'd say probably, if you put it 100 megs bigger than your physical yeah. memory, that should be plenty of room to write a complete Chad's a fan file. of 500. I'm a fan of one gig. Yeah, yeah. plenty. As, as, as long as there's space. Yeah. As, as long, long as, as it's big enough. And the reason is because, as you mentioned, it it writes it out to the page file. When, when you actually see that blue screen or green, green screen on pre-release builds, it's writing it to the page file. And then it's only after the reboot that it goes and writes it out to that memory.dmp file yeah. uh, in the Windows folder. Is that right? Um, that's right. Yeah, after the reboot, it's essentially copied, and then a new page file is created. Right. Um, so yeah, you'll you'll need the space for that. So it completes so, the biggest, the best. Mm -hmm. Obviously, nothing's missing. So that's what's great about it. Well, kind of. But, right. Yeah. Oh, kind of. Well, in that you get what's in physical memory, right? But you don't necessarily get what was paged out at the time. So mm -hmm. even with a complete memory dump, you may try to look at something and it's not there because it actually wasn't in physical memory at the time. And we just file. overwrote the page file when we wrote the dump. <laughs> we so. did. Yeah. And uh, okay, yeah. there, there is um, a mechanism that around saving the page file contents for sticking together. I think we should probably talk about that another episode. Yeah. Um, but there is uh, a mechanism uh, in, at least in current uh, releases that um, that may actually help solve that problem. So it's kind of like a stitch of the two. That's Ex kind of cool. Exactly. That's like the Uber. It's like Uber a, complete. Exactly. It's like That's the more than complete. complete. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is the uh, the, the kitchen sink. You yeah. Say. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so complete memory dump. A lot of times that, that people want to use these is because they want to have information from user mode processes as well as just the kernel mode. Mm -hmm. um, right. So if you're troubleshooting system hangs or you're troubleshooting um, you know issues that involve user mode, maybe it's a critical process crash or you know or something else. Um, that's typically what uh, 
what that's used for. And a lot of people will um, you know, suggest that that's set by default right, on, on, yeah. on systems when you're troubleshooting. And particularly if it's a smaller system like uh, you know, laptops and consumer grade stuff, it's not that onerous to get a four gigabyte dump of a four gigabyte system, sure. or even eight gig or eight gig. Sure. It's only when you get to servers and stuff where it gets a bit, do I want to spend 20 minutes capturing 100 gigabytes or whatever a that massive number. Terabyte of. dump file of RAM. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, there's a there's the case of, if in the server case where maybe it's a, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a Hyper-V machine, has a lot of VMs in there, mm -hmm. um, where you're going to be dumping out stuff that you probably don't need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so um, actually, I'll get, let me go through what, has, what people maybe are more familiar with, and I'll get back to that point yeah. in a moment. So uh, after complete dump, the next one that people are probably familiar with is the kernel dump. Um, so the kernel dump is, uh, uh, well, it's, it's essentially pages that are active you know, uh, and that are in the kernel address space. So this lets, lets you see uh, pages that are, that are associated with drivers, um, you know, system threads, um, and basically anything that is in the kernel mode address space. And this is still things that are in RAM, so if it's paged out from kernel, it's still not available. This Correct. Is still RAM-based collection. Exactly. Yeah. So like in you know, kernel parlance, there's things that are marked as non-pageable. Those are always going to be around in the dump. Um, and then there are other things that are pageable, uh, meaning that they might be paged out at the time. Yeah. And there's actually the header of a um, particular of a, a sys file or something that's a, a binary, the header tends to be marked as please page me out because yeah. you know that version resource and all those import tables and stuff, once you load it, you don't need it. And so that stuff tends to get ejected, which is why it's very common, even with a complete uh, memory dump, you won't get the version information in a debugger because the pages aren't there by yeah. design because you don't want to be wasting this space. Sure. Uh, RAM. Yeah. So. Unless you've been able to map the image, you know, kind of back in again, like if you have the, the binary around through yeah. the symbol server or otherwise. Yeah. Um, so the kernel memory dump is typically quite a bit smaller uh, than, than the complete memory dump. Um, so, you know, this is actually the default. It's been the default for Windows since I think uh, maybe Windows 2000 or so, yeah. Yeah. Um, where we went from mini dump to kernel dump based on the um, memory available, uh, you know, and the disk space available in systems. Mm -hmm. um, well, the nice thing about that is even if you have a terabyte of RAM, your kernel space is still not, it's only still a certain number maybe. of drivers mm -hmm. and sure. it's a, a few hundred megabytes maybe, right. right? Well, and I can kind of tell you uh, explicitly how big we think it is. Um, that goes into what the next type of dump is from the, um, of our dump types. There's one that's called an automatic dump, ah. right? So, uh, as we mentioned for complete dump, um, the page file needs to be at least the size of physical RAM plus, you know, a little bit over overhead, right? Because, well, we, that's definitely what we need, right? Um, when you choose kernel dump, kernel dump actually also um, uses the same logic where it expects the page file to be the same size as physical RAM. Mm. Um, because you technically don't know, I guess, you know, how much it's going to need, right? Yeah. And in fact, if it's, um, if the page file is smaller than that, um, then, then either the dump type will change or the page file will grow. I think it depends on whether you're, what your page file type is set up as. Mm -hmm. right? So that um, means that you're setting aside this file on disk that is the size of physical RAM, even if maybe you don't need it. You know, if you do have a bunch of memory in the system, you're probably not doing a whole bunch of paging, mm -hmm. um, so you may not need that much space. Um, so this is where the automatic memory dump came from. So what the automatic memory dump is, is as far as the contents of the dump, it is a kernel memory dump. It has the exact same things that would be in a kernel memory dump. However, uh, what it allows uh, the system to do on boot, SMSS, and memory manager to do is 
um, to resize the, resize the page file dynamically based on how much memory is actually needed for paging, mm -hmm. um, which is based on you know, how many things you're running. Um, but it also has a minimum um, that, that ensures that we are most likely going to be able to get a kernel dump file. Mm -hmm. uh, that minimum turns out, which we did in investigations of you know, full dumps versus uh, kernel dumps across a whole bunch of systems, uh, and we see that it's about one-sixth of physical RAM is how much you typically need. So we have uh, essentially a, a rule that says, okay, the page file should be at least one-sixth of physical RAM. Um, with there is an upper limit on machines that have that have more memory, yeah. uh, you know, as as well. Gigantors. So it doesn't, doesn't go uh, <laughs> uh, crazy. But so this is uh, actually this is actually what the default is uh, on Windows. Even though you get a kernel dump, it's actually set to automatic. Um, so that way um, we are optimizing how much space is used on the disk um, to be able to allow uh, for memory dumps. Yep. Um, so that's been the, the type of dumps that we've had for quite a while. I think, again, that goes back to at least Vista or so. And we skipped over small. So small sounds small. How small is small? I see, yes. Uh. So the small memory dump um, includes basically what is the current running thread on the, on the processor, includes the processor context. Uh, and it does include some other memory, things that are pointed at by bug check parameters, for example, uh, and some other pieces of memory that might be what we call uh, carved you know, in, into, those, uh, into those dumps. And they also do have the secondary data uh, with them as well. So, mm -hmm. um, so those are typically, um, for x86, I think the minimum size is 128K, uh, and for kernel, it's 256K. Um, now, they actually can get a bit bigger than that because of secondary data yeah. uh, and because of uh, there are a couple overrides for certain types of bug checks to put just a little bit more in there to make them a bit more debuggable. Because yeah. um, these are what we get uh, when you send that crash to Microsoft mm -hmm. to do our analysis and our bucketing to figure out what are the issues going yeah. on. We don't want to be flooded by multi-hundred megabyte files. We want these beautiful, tiny little... Uh, micro things, right? Right, yeah. and then from there we can decide which ones you know we should go dig into yeah. further. And the theory of the with, with these is it's probably not enough to actually debug a problem that you've never seen before, right? It's enough that if it is a problem we can identify that we can say, oh, that's this bug that we know about. Right? Yeah, and that's is the that point of bank analyze, and some people yeah. don't quite get that. The point of bank analyze is to generate a signature, yeah. not the root cause. Mm -hmm. Identify a, 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 a issue mm -hmm. systemically. <clears throat> And, and, and accurately yeah. over time with varying amounts of, right. of data availability. A signature and a blame. Like yeah. we also try to have a, or, yeah. or a follow up, as you might say, to say, okay, is this something we should send over to the networking team or, you know, or, or, or et cetera, right? Yeah. So, you know, even with the mini dump, you get the call stack, and that's typically enough to do, uh, uh, you know, a good amount of analysis. Yeah. Right, right. So now, you'll still get those mini dumps uploaded, even if you've set your dump type to something else like complete or. That's right. That's a really right. good point. There are actually two different kinds of, uh, of small dumps, of mini dumps, right? So when you set mini dump or small memory dump in the UI, uh, now that means that at crash time, the kernel, the kernel is going to write out a file that's really small. It's going to write out the you know, 256K file, et cetera, mm -hmm. right? Now, um, if you're set to a larger dump, let's say kernel dump, right, then what's going to be written out at dump time is going to be a kernel dump. Yeah. Um, and so what will happen next is after the reboot, when the system comes up, it says, hey, there was a crash dump. Um, well, let's see if we should process this. You know, if the system's enabled for, um, for work uh, data collection, what it will do is it uses the debugange DLL, which is the same engine that's used by WinDBG, right, um, to essentially, you could think of it, because it essentially is the exact same thing, as opening up the, f the kernel dump and running dot dump slash m mini dump dot DMP 
and creating a mini dump file from the kernel dump. And then that carved mini dump, as we call it, um, is what will be sent up if you're enabled uh, with kernel dumps in, you know, instead of small memory dumps. Yeah. Um, so that, again, can include different pieces of data that are added in at carving time to, you know, again, to try to make them a little bit more debuggable, but still keep them reasonably sized. Yeah. So we have this brand new one. Yes. We want to announce we, we, the documentation went live this week. Explain active memory dump. So let's talk about active memory dump. Now, a new format. Yes. <laughs> now, very similar in name to automatic memory dump but very different in functionality. And this came out in the creators update, uh, or when, when is? Uh, I think this may have come out uh, uh, in, the, in the previous release, right before the Windows update. 10 anniversary update, uh, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I know that. it was there in the anniversary update. Okay. Maybe it's a little bit before. 20, okay. uh, Windows 10, it's yeah. available in 2017. And yes. put it yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> sure. Somewhere in yeah. 2017. Sure. So the yeah, system yeah. should be up to date anyway, exactly. so if, don't right. complain okay. about if it. If you're getting big. updated builds today, it will be there. Yeah, well, right. go look in your UI, and if it's not there, then you need to upgrade to the new <laughs> version of Windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, active memory dump. So, the problem, the, the complete dumps are great because they have what you need, right? Fantastic. They're not great because they're huge and they take a long time to write uh, out. And, uh, Debbie <laughs> you know, and, unless your system is using 100% of its physical memory for something useful, um, then the dump is probably bigger than it really needs to be to solve most problems. Yeah, yes. and things like file caches, filling it up, mm -hmm. and various other things, which are very secondary and not really important, right? Well, yeah. well even more than that, active. well, even more than that, you know, free pages, pages yeah. that aren't being used by anything, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the, where Active Dump came from is we actually did some work uh, in the anniversary update um, where we added kernel live dumps. Uh, where we can actually capture a kernel dump, but while the system's running, uh, and we can use that for you know troubleshooting issues where you know maybe your uh, yeah, USB device has hung, we can capture the dump to get root cause, but then restart the device so that way you don't you, we can prevent some bug checks but still get root cause data. Yeah. So when we did that, we needed to try to figure out how to capture you know what we needed but not extra stuff because the buffer for saving that dump is actually in memory too. Yeah. So you can't, you know, so there's kind of a, a, a chicken and egg situation there, right? So when uh, we were designing that, we um, put together an algorithm that looks at each page in the system and looks to see what the page is used for. Is this page currently active? Uh, and, this, and if it's active, is it a kernel mode page or is it a user mode page? Um, there are also pages that are marked as free. Uh, or standby, where standby is typically the file system cache, or there's also bad pages where the system has said, hey, I've done a read write to this page and it appears there's something wrong with it, I'm not going to use that page. Yeah. Um, so what we did is we focused on capturing active pages, and that turned out to work really well for our live dumps, kept the size reasonable. Um, so the idea was, well, this works for live dumps, why don't we do something similar for kernel dumps? Uh, or for active dumps, where we can get the information we need, including the user mode pages. Mm -hmm. um, but let's throw away all the cruft, uh, so that way the file is significantly smaller. So you're not pulling in like disk cache stuff necessarily, or, or empty pages, or unused pages, or... Exactly. Yeah. So the takeaway of having this new dump type, active dump, is that complete dump is dead, active dump is king. You know, anytime you think you need a complete dump, you probably actually need an active dump. Mm -hmm. And this makes everybody happy. Dump happens faster. You need less disk space, and you still have everything you need to debug. Cool. So, um, yep, that, that's that's the key. Now, I can. Speaking of key, why don't we take a look at what the registry looks like yeah. um, for these different settings? 
Um, and by the way, so we do, as you can see, we have the MSDN page up here. Um, more information about the specifics of what's captured and what's not is covered on this page as well. So let's pull up regedit and let's go see what our current HK local machine system current control set control crash, crash control. control. Yes. Yes. Not yes. That I don't have to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so let's start with uh, looking at what we have uh, here. So you get to the system tab by pressing Windows pause, my favorite way of doing it. Otherwise you press uh, right click and go properties on this PC. That gets you to the advanced thing, the advanced things, the advanced tab, from the advanced tab to startup and recovery. There we are. There we are. <laughs> and here we are. So you can see on startup and recovery, um, you can see that our dump type here is set to kernel memory dump. Yeah, that wasn't the default, we've been, we've been playing with it. Right, yeah. so yeah, we've been playing with it. If we go look at what's in the registry right now, we can see that crash dump enabled is set to two. So um, one is complete dump, two is kernel dump, three is small dump. Yeah, Actually, and then seven is automatic dump. <laughs> um, because it's, uh, yeah, well. It is. Yeah, <laughs> because it is, exactly. Um, so the default is here is going to be seven. As you can see, it's two. Yeah, the one, so, two, the one two, three were defined way back in Windows 2000 yeah, era. Right. Yeah. So um, let's see what happens when we change this to active memory dump. Let me change it to active memory dump, hit OK. If what I we'll see okay. is that, so now we see, OK, crash dump enable set to one. Mm, that says complete dump. So this just went back to complete dump. You lied to okay. me, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the trick. Here's the kicker. There's a new registry key. It's called filter pages. I see. And filter pages is now set to one. So what this means is it's a complete dump with some pages filtered out. Gotcha. Right? Um, so, uh, this is, you know, so essentially what happens really under the covers is it's, the complete dump is kind of its own special format. This is actually... Uh, under the covers, a kernel dump that then has more pages added to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's called a bitmap dump. A bitmap dump, which is what we use for kernel, actually can, can contain any pages that you want, right? So, yeah. so with an active memory dump, is there less concern about having the, the page file be as big as RAM? That's a, that's a good, good question. So um, today with active dump, active dump uh, uses the same policy as kernel dump and complete dump meaning that it's expected that the page file is the size of physical memory. Okay. Um, so I would like in the future to be able to, once we can come up with a good policy, to be able to do something like an automatic active dump. Right. Um, but uh, it's not something that's, uh, that is in the product right now. Mm -hmm. But um, I think if we can get there, really if I'm gonna go out on a limb, I'd like to be able to set active dump as the default dump type. <laughs> yeah. right. So we'll see if we can get that far. Um, but so you can now you can see that. So uh, the next thing we should look at here. Why don't we go look at the size of some yeah. dump files? Yeah. So this is why we we're playing with it because we, we took a dump file with each. We use control or left control tilde tilde to take a whole lot, and we ended up with these three sizes. So yeah. So you can see here's our complete dump. It's uh, four gig. It's a four gig machine. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. We can see our kernel dump about six hundred meg. And our so six times six is thirty six hundred. So one sixth. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. That's about right, huh? Math yeah. in action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can see here is our active dump, and our active dump is one point six gig. So uh, significantly smaller than the complete dump, mm -hmm. um, uh, but bigger than the kernel dump. But um, I think it's it's going to be much easier to get this over a network to get it zipped up, especially with mm -hmm. the four gig case. You know, there's. You know, you know, a zip file, you know, can't always yeah, support limits. gigs that are, you know, yeah. files that are over four gigs. So this will get you around that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, if you were to go debug it, you know, you're going to see what you would expect to see mm -hmm. in a complete dump file. So with that number, the 1.6, in mm -hmm. theory, I haven't tried this. We're going to risk it. 
Bring up task manager, I think. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Bring up task button manager. In theory, I mean, at the moment, we've been using it a bit. So we've got 1.6 gig available. Before, it was probably you know, 2.4 available. Yeah, we can see in use. 2.2. Uh, is uh, is 2.2. So that's probably the size of an active dump we'd get right now, somewhere in that ballpark, right? Um, Minus some of this cache that's over here in the middle here. Sure. And yeah. there's, there's the compressed page, uh, page piece here as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see that this, this is close to what we'd see. It's in the ballpark. So it's, yeah. it's basically the working set of all your processes um, plus the size of kernel. Cool. So um, cool. So that's um, yeah, very cool. Yeah, there, there you are. There's a new feature. Dump sizes. Uh, uh, that will, yeah, that uh, hopefully will be useful for you. So we awesome. recommend that anybody use that instead of complete if they uh, have the need to use complete. Yep, you can start yeah. correcting people and they say you need a complete dump. Say no, <laughs> active no. dump. you need an active dump. Unless for that 1.01% weird case where you need to see what freed memory. Well, that's when you make them say back to you, no, I don't need an active dump. <laughs> I know exactly what it is and I need to You know what you've caused though? The holy war over page file size has just restarted. Because <laughs> before you said it's RAM plus 500, RAM plus whatever, you've just reinvigorated that entire argument. Uh, <laughs> well, kind of. Uh, but it can be smaller now, right? It could be potentially a bit yeah. smaller, that's right. Um, we'll let that war rage on. Yeah, <laughs> well, thanks for your time, Graham. No problem. Great to yeah. see this in action. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Well, right. uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, thanks for watching. Uh, as always, if you have questions or comments, put them in the show notes down there or email us at defragtools at microsoft.com. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Bye-bye.